Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. Today's episode will go over a deeply polarizing and controversial topic, immigration. We will talk about the tactics used by Western governments to handle immigration and the incoherence in their policies. We are also going to unveil their surprising tricks when dealing with this issue. Are you ready? Great, so let's cut to the chase. The Western world has grown much more divisive when immigration is brought up as a topic of discussion. As right-wing politics is spreading and the left seems to be too busy arguing among themselves, government's hostility towards immigration is growing. Any politician nowadays would be a fool to say, let's open the borders and accept more migrants. Not even a looming demographic apocalypse can convince voters of the desperate need for more people. Yet, what is often being hidden to the common voter is how Western governments are really managing immigration. These administrations have been completely misdirecting their voters for years now on the topic. They are saying one thing, but doing something completely different. Just as a leading stage magician, they are perfectly guiding their audience through the show. Governments throughout the US, Europe and the UK have become more and more hostile towards asylum seekers. The images of small groups of migrants on the shores of Southern Europe are instilled in the minds of Western society as media outlets pour over these stories day and night. Politicians have, of course, perfectly adapted to the situation. They have adopted an overtly anti-immigration rhetoric and are waging a war against those trying to reach the country illegally. But this is only part of the story. In reality, as the true magicians they are, they are quietly admitting very large numbers of economic migrants. This allows them to give voters what they want in principle, which is being tough on immigration, but also giving worker-hungry businesses what they need in practice. This organized hypocrisy has held up extremely well so far. But will the act continue, or will the magician stumble on the usual trick? A Dutch academic, Hein de Haas, explains in a new book about migration how governments now face a trilemma when dealing with immigration. Governments cannot simultaneously maintain economic openness, respect foreigners' human rights, and fulfill their own citizens' anti-immigration preferences. One of the three has to go. The most attractive option is for politicians to say they will take big steps to fight migration while hiding the true nature of immigration policies. Let's try to see this in action. The UK has been perfectly doing this for over 20 years. In the early 2000s, immigration was increasing in the UK. The Labour-led government of Tony Blair, who was strongly pro-EU, shifted the country's policies. The traditional British stance of net zero immigration was replaced by managed migration, recognizing their contribution to economic growth. 
Yet, this was accompanied by a massive clampdown on asylum seekers and toughening border controls. The Blair government also considered opening migrant camps on the Falkland Islands, going against the European Convention on Human Rights. When Brexit was picking up pace, Theresa May, the Home Secretary during David Cameron's Conservative government, organized go-home bans to drive in the streets of London in areas with high immigration. But bad bureaucracy at the UK Home Office, which lost tens of thousands of asylum seekers' applications, meant many people were given a right to stay in the country. And Theresa May didn't lift a finger to send them away. And what about Boris Johnson's government from 2019 to 2022? Boris was a leading anti-immigrant Brexiter campaigner. He was actually the first to come up with the absurd idea to send asylum seekers to Rwanda to settle them there. But this was just a smokescreen. Johnson relaxed visa restrictions for international students and health workers. Immigration to the UK increased during his years. He also admitted large numbers of asylum seekers from Ukraine and people from Hong Kong for humanitarian reasons. Humanitarian reasons were of course not considered for the few people who came by boat and were supposed to be flown to Rwanda. If you happen to think of Donald Trump's presidency, we would very likely associate him with big plans to build a beautiful wall on the Mexican border to stop immigration from Latin America. He also halted migrants from Muslim countries. Strangely enough, Trump has an opposite track record on immigration compared to UK prime ministers. During his presidency, legal immigration fell because he reduced the issuance of green cards and put a cap on refugee admissions. He also imposed a travel ban that prohibited visas to citizens of seven Muslim-majority countries, which was then expanded to 13 countries. But the Trump presidency oversaw a collapse of interior immigration enforcement. The famous wall was only partially built and the level of illegal immigrants from Latin America during the presidency continued. He completely failed to increase removals because local jurisdictions refused to cooperate with his administration. Going back to the EU, Italy and other countries made deals with Libya in 2017 to return asylum seekers to detention camps. These detention camps saw widespread rape, torture and murder. This policy was much more repellent than anything the UK or Trump ever did. Yet total immigration to the EU continued at elevated levels. The Dutch academic says that governments that are serious about deterring illegal immigration would spend much less time on the theatrics of border security and more time on finding and deporting undocumented immigrants in the workforce. In fact, in the US and the EU, there's a complete lack of enforcement on expelling illegal immigrants. But is their magic act coming to an end? The current British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, has continued to pursue a wildly impractical Rwanda plan for illegal immigrants. 
but its failure so far has only increased anti-immigration sentiment within the Conservative Party. This comes right after 2023, which was a record year for immigration to the UK. As his party has changed a lot in the past few years, Sunak has been forced to appease the more extreme parts of the Conservatives. He has taken economically damaging moves such as raising the salary threshold for family visas and preventing foreign students bringing relatives to the UK, despite Britain's enormous earnings from higher education. The Magic Act seems to be ending here. On the other hand, in Italy, Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni's right-wing coalition, who came into office in 2022 on a wave of anti-immigration rhetoric, is still clearly playing the old misdirecting magician game. Her government has blocked humanitarian groups from rescuing migrants in the Mediterranean and made a deal to open immigration centers in Albania. But her government was also accused of hypocrisy as they issued a record number of work permits to non-EU nationals between 2023 and 2025. Italy also saw a 50% increase of illegal immigrants last year. Italian industries and businesses clearly need more workers. It is funny how both Meloni and her political ally Matteo Salvini of the far-right League Party have long railed against non-European migrants arriving in Italy, depicting them as an existential threat to the country, its people and culture. What is even more hypocritical is that when Italy's centre-left tried to increase legal migration, right-wing parties described it as ethnic replacement and an invasion of migrants. The magic show is clearly continuing in the country. France, instead, has fully revealed the entire magic show, although it seems they were forced. As President Macron doesn't have a parliamentary majority, he has been forced to appease other right-wing and left-wing parties to pass bills. In fact, the recent immigration bill has both left-wing and right-wing elements, but perfectly exposes the magic trick of the government. The bill made many voters happy because it makes it easier to remove people who are in the country illegally and also limits access to welfare for foreigners and creates migration quotas. But it also makes businesses happy as the bill included business-friendly measures to give work permits to undocumented people employed in sectors with labor shortages. But will the audience slowly realize the secrets of the trick, or will they continue to be fooled? The EU collectively faces a dire demographic situation, and it fears losing the global competition for high-productivity workers. But anti-immigration candidates are leading in the polls everywhere. As Trump prepares for a second presidency, his anti-immigration rhetoric has only gotten more extreme. But governments are also aware that not letting immigrants in would damage their economy. The obvious solution for them will of course be to keep the magic show on as long as they can. The alternative for governments is not pretty, as no government wants to be honest with their voters. 
Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Croc Time. Please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcast, and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.